Welcome back, everybody. Hello, to... hello, hello, hello. What's the What's the podcast called again? Let's have a drink. Let's have a drink. Let's have a drink, everybody. Uh, if you don't have one in your hand, get one. Like I don't know why it's so hard. It's not. What else are you doing right now? Exactly. I know <laughs> you guys might be putting on some some beer weight. Some you know I don't care. Grab one for for us right now. Just and, live and your just follow, lives. Just follow us. We're doing the workouts. You know, one drink. During the podcast, as you listen, or yeah. as we, you know, actually record, yes, and then, you know, have a couple during the weekend because you know it's that time to relax. Yeah. Um. Today we have a pretty relaxed, fun episode uh, for everybody today. Shooting it around, we do have some, you know, structured things to talk about, but a lot as of usual. this today is, you know, it's going to be a guided freestyle episode. Yes. Is the best way to describe it. Essentially, we have structure every episode where we know what we want to do, but this one's where like we have what we want to do. We just don't know if it's going to fill the time. So we're going to make sure it fills the time. We'll work with it. Exactly. Um, We have been having some really nice weather lately. Gorgeous. This past weekend has been... Okay, so here's the thing. Is for some reason, we have been getting very unlucky lately over the last few weeks where it'll be really nice during the week. So Mm -hmm. we'll be able to enjoy it a little bit when we have to... If we have to go run errands or something. Right. And then all weekend where you and I both have time to spend, you know, a couple hours, you know walking you know around the block by our apartment uh-huh. or something and it's raining and it's cold basically it's overcast one time it was snowing and i was like but this weekend this it was shit. good this weekend was absolutely gorgeous it was double digits all weekend yes sir and it was great it was um it was really nice to be able to get out because it it's kind of for me the weekends is um my recovery days so like it's a five day on two days off and yeah. to get out and do a nice walk a good three four kilometers i think this walk is 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 nice to have because it doesn't feel like i'm wasting my day yeah um, without like some sort of physical activity yeah so. yeah no we got really lucky is we have like r- literally right across the mm-hmm. road from our apartment there is trail. one of like the bigger trails and it's nice and big and open so there's obviously i mean like not a lot of people close together which means we can responsibly you know get some fresh air and some sunshine right. and keep a distance to everybody which is fantastic right. because i am very much somebody who needs to be you know out in the open sometimes have fresh air get proper sunshine because you know we don't have a balcony so i can't do it every oh, day man, i wish um yeah so it, it it's really lovely especially to you know um like on Sunday, we had to run errands and we came back and it's like, hey, well, let's go for a walk. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of like extra activity. And I think for me, because, you know, you may have like rest days, but I have active rest days. Uh-huh. So it was nice to kind of supplement that and get some fresh air and really feel that energy that comes from being outside and being in the sunshine. Yeah, it's been good. Uh, I really do appreciate it. And like I said, it's good to have uh, a chance to be able to walk and, and talk and kind of just hang out, get some nice pictures and enjoy the weather. And that's kind of just how we've been doing. So um, that, I guess that's the best place to start is if anybody's like, get some, get, go for a walk. You know, when the weather's yeah. decent, just go out and, and go for a walk. It's the if best place to start. If you got a balcony, if you got a deck, if you got a backyard. I'm sure everybody's now just, like walkaholics because of what's going on. Honestly, honest. honestly, just go outside. I know, I know so many people who have just been going for runs. Doing okay? Yeah. Did you make it too strong? I, I yeah, because it was too light. My I heard is, like a glug 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 as you pour because he's having a uh, a Jack a, and Coke. Jack and Coke. So I put like enough in the first time, but I was like, I kind of want to be able. I want it strong enough so that I don't I don't chug it because if it's too strong, if it's not strong enough, you get enough Jack taste, but too much Coke taste, and it's too sweet. So you just you chug it. But I wanted it strong enough, and now it's strong enough that I'll be able to sip it. That you'll just sit there with it for a while. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, just I it was like not strong enough couple more glugs now it's a little too strong but i gotta get used to it it's an acquired taste yeah it is i it will i gotta never become be an adult sometime i gotta enjoy scotch on on the rocks sometime and this is the best place to start i guess yikes yeah i've tried it once good luck to you sir it's not the best i like i understand you know some people it is very you know it's it's classy they'll take it you know the ice waters it down but um no thank you i will it's say not that bad. it just depends on the time but it does it does hit you like it gets you a good buzz. Yeah. One one little not even like I don't two know. I guess I never understood the the the, the whole idea of just like sipping on. I don't straight think anybody liquor. does. Even even like you know older men who are like yeah let's do it like let's I don't have think a they scotch. Fellas. Let's have a let's have a scotch and a Glenfiddich scotch like no stop. Anyways. Anyways. So yeah, a little, little too strong. What are you drinking today? I am... Something you had introduced me to that I am thoroughly happy with. It is um, 
hard root beer by Crazy Uncle. Crazy Uncle's hard root beer. Yeah, it's a it's a sell. It's a very popular one. I think it's Brad solid. actually introduced me to it because solid. But it's if you like your your sodas, like there's that one. There's a cream soda one as well. See, I don't know about the cream soda. It was I think good. that would be too like sweet for me. Yeah, but, but the, the hard the, root beer is nice because it's you know it's it's like it's it's an alternative to you know a beer. In the same way a cider is, so it kind of opens up my options a little bit more because uh-huh. sometimes beer gets heavy and this isn't quite so heavy. So. <laughs> yes, yeah. So you know we've been uh, we've been just hanging out, enjoying this weather, um, yeah, and just it's been it's been really really good so far. So um, we're gonna update you guys next week, I guess, more so about how our workouts have been going. We kind of didn't yeah. want to ram too hard into that. You know, no, the la- and, like the last few episodes. Yeah. So. And the point that you made too is I, you know, it's one of those, it's been, you know, a really interesting part of our lives, but we don't want to have that be we don't something be we talk people. about every episode. We don't right. want to be those people. So I think for us too is we'll be a couple more weeks into each of our respective programs and mm-hmm. we can kind of really um, talk a little bit. Oh, sorry. I bumped the mic a little bit more about it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll update you guys like, but you know, same old, same old. We're just pushing through our workouts. Um, good nutrition the the everything starts in the kitchen man if uh, mm. just and th- now's the best time to you know go out and get the right groceries and spend the time mm. cooking some stuff so try new recipes look for alternatives yep. like all your veggies all your greens meal prep get your cooking flex on it's, it's all that very very efficient but um that's kind of it's kind of how we've been living it's yeah. been good i'm good it, it's been really really great these days yeah uh, but we have a pretty fun episode today we do we um do. i think you know it's about time to uh um, you know, um, roll that intro. Hell yeah. All righty then, ladies we and gentlemen. We are back. So I made a quick comment before, as we were, before we even recorded, um, about how I wanted to talk about changing one of the segments that we have previously addressed in the show. Okay. So the Shark Tank segment. Right. Which is the, the inevitable, gonna happen, don't know when, Shark Tank segment. I have an idea to speed it up. Okay. So this is kind of, I want to make it a game almost. Okay. Where I'm going to do... Because what we had discussed is I was going to come up with a bunch of these random Shark Tank-esque inventions, businesses, uh, entrepreneurial ideas. Right. And basically share them with you as like they were fake and things and they were supposed to be lame and we were supposed to kind of go back and forth. I feel like improv-wise, it might be hard to like really like, I guess, um, stretch that to be a like a lengthy segment right so what i want to do to make that a lengthy lengthy segment because i've been watching shark tank lately so what i'm going to do is i'm going to come up with a good ch- a good handful of my own thought and ideas of of businesses and and, and like i said entrepreneurial ideas but i'm also gonna go back and watch some of the episodes and grab the worst shark tank ideas i can find okay. or like the most absurd ones right and then basically pull them together and we're gonna do is that a real one or is that one i came up with oh i like this twist a lot so it'll I can, be like a is this the show or is this me situation yeah so is this fake is it real or fake essentially because like even this. if it's real like i can you know explain because some of them are pretty absurd like the one i i actually have on my list of one that i'm gonna say um it's they're pretty they can get pretty absurd so oh, i'm gonna write them down i can only humans are coming up with these yeah. i can only imagine if anyone's ever seen an infomercial in their life i can only imagine that's the thing though is they're probably gonna be the ones i'm gonna pull are probably gonna be the ones that get shot down because they are that absurd yeah of course but at some point somebody did think that was an idea yeah. So I'm going to come up with a bunch of my own, try to, you know, use my creative powers, which I have a good amount. I have a really good amount. I'm really excited to share those. But good. some of them are, I'm just going to pull from the episode. So I'll get back on watching that. And then maybe next episode or the episode prior, okay. we will do it. 
episode, or not prior. This would post. be the episode prior. Yes. Uh, next episode, <laughs> the episode after, uh, we will do the Shark Tank segment because I need. We need to do it, and we need to. I'm getting impatient. I like, know. At first, I, I was I'm like, so "Oh, that'd sorry. be cool," and now I'm like, "I but actually want to do this." You'll get it. You'll understand at some point. I like the, the hype game for it. setup. I'm but excited. I, but I think that'll be a much better because then everybody can play along, and they're like, "Yeah, are you fucking? That's an idea." They'll be like, "But then, but then I'm going to give you an idea that I came up with, and you're like, that would be fucking sweet." I don't know. Some of them are pretty actually smart. Okay. Some of them are just like, why? <laughs> yeah, fair, fair, totally fair. So, uh, so, anyways, yeah, that I think that'll be a fun, but a much better experience yeah. for the audio listeners. Um, true that. True that. So that uh, that's kind of just you know briefly, um, mm. but we have another fun episode. So I'm gonna stop talking. You can take over. Um, what have we been listening to lately, love? We have been listening to a myriad of different things. A what? Um, a myriad. Mm. It's a like um. Why did you say abundance? No, a myriad. It kind of implies oh, it that it's good. a diverse group oh. of of a lot of things. Okay, you know, sure. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's not so much we've been listening to a lot of things, but we're listening to a lot of different things. Uh, yeah, absolutely. What have you been enjoying listening to lately? Um, well, um, of course, I've been keeping up on one of my favorite podcasts of all time, Last Podcast on the Left. Mm-hmm. Um, I have shouted them out multiple times, especially on our Rabbit Hole a lot, episode. A lot. Um, they, they just genuinely bring so much joy to my life. Um, yeah. But yeah, so just been keeping up on that. They've been doing some really cool stuff lately, um, especially like they do their main show and then they do a side stories where two of the hosts just kind of talk about like absurd, like true crime and other news or things going on, that kind of jazz. Yeah. They had done like an episode discussing the Tiger King that had me howling. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so that's, um, I've been listening to a lot of music lately as well. Yes, um, me too. Whether it's like doing chores or... Or, you know, to have on when I'm, like, working out or trying mm-hmm, to do some, mm-hmm. like, weekly organizational stuff. I will have that on as opposed to, like, a podcast or something. Right. Um, it's been a lot of newer stuff mm-hmm. that I've been adding and keeping on to, like, my... I've been listening to... Usually I do, like, a, a new playlist every season. So right. that covers, yeah, like, too. a four-month span. So I'm not making a bunch of new ones all the time. Yep. And um, I just add, like, new, sometimes older songs that I like, too. Um, but usually it's newer songs. Yep. And then, if anything, I've been listening to a lot lately that's older than I'll throw yeah. on there. Yeah, seems like that's kind of what I do, too. Um, I have my, uh, I guess, uh, sequence of cruising playlists is what yeah. I call them. And so I'm Yeah, you just made a new one. Cruising 4. Um, and basically how I do the playlist is very similar to you, where whenever one's getting like basically it's seasonal but how i do it actually is whenever one's getting too full or too dry i will make a new one and that started start that new one and it's not necessarily any new music that's new in terms of time but just new music that i like i just you know i'm finding yeah uh, i'm finding again this many years later or or you know i've never i i used to hear but i didn't like it now i do like it um and i just throw it in the playlist because you know that's going to be a good song to listen to for the next little while yeah i would say that some of that's what some of the songs that between that and um two other playlists of mine that i've been listening to is that's what it's been it's either like new stuff that's just gotten released because again too it's it it gives me the illusion of change when i'm literally just in the apartment doing the same thing all day but then i listen to the older stuff where i'm like you know this is still a banger and i still love it yeah that's what Um, i mean that's what happened to me the other day do you so i was gonna quickly ask you you're Mm -hmm. obviously enjoying last podcast i i've but i've Tried to get you into listening a couple audiobooks that I have. I was going to mention that. So, because I, how much do you think personally mm-hmm. information from last podcast episodes do you retain when like on an average basis? Um, for the honestly, quite a bit. Um, if it's an episode where it's something I'm already familiar with or I was always interested in but never got a chance to really absorb a lot of information from, I will 110% remember it. Okay. Um, Especially because those are usually episodes where, like, if there's nothing new released, if I there's no new shows I want to watch, I'll sit down and, like, doodle or something. Right. Or just, like, whatever and have the podcast going in the background. Okay. So, like, play solitaire and listen to the podcast Okay, so you're retaining. So, that's, that's a little bit easier. So, yeah. have you... Do you find yourself uh, listening to stuff like that when you're actually doing work or do you just throw on music when you're doing work? That's a tough one. Um, if it's work that doesn't require, like... Too much focus. Like between 85 and 100% of my attention, um, then I will listen to, um, like I will listen to it when I'm 
like I doing some sort of work. So let's mean. say like I'm, you know, drawing out because I like to draw it by hand just because it's like a therapeutic process for mm-hmm. me. Um, like my weekly plan or I'm writing like a grocery list or yes. whatever, doing stuff like that. Um, I will throw in a podcast yep. when I'm doing chores. I'll throw in a podcast. But if I'm trying to focus on something I'm trying to read or research, research on, or if I'm legitimately trying to like organize something that requires a little bit more thought and planning, then I'll put music on because okay. I can drown out the lyrics right. of the music better right. and still have the beat to keep me feeling like my brain yeah, is see, moving Yeah, that's why forward. podcasts really helped me when I was driving because it was just therapeutic yeah. and it was good to easily listen to. Yeah. Now, do you, because I do this a lot, um, where I might not feel like I'm doing my less than 80% or I do feel like I'm doing my less than 80% brain power focus, um, but do you feel like, um, you know, at times you have to pause the podcast because you're giving too much brain focus to it. Like you forget. It's like reading a book where you just like your man goes somewhere else and you're like, oh, I didn't remember what I just read or you don't remember what you just listened to. No, because to. usually I'm not trying to like read something. Um, usually it's like something that's already in my head or coming second nature to me. Okay. Otherwise, like I won't bother turning on a podcast. Okay. Now, um, do the you... only time I would think that I would pause is if like I feel like I'm not going to be able to pay attention to the podcast because uh-huh. my, you know, let's say I'm like throwing laundry in or whatever and my right. cord's going to get stuck on clothes or a door or something. Okay, like, okay. Your phones are going to get ripped out anyway. Now, what about the other way around? Do you feel like because you spend too much brain power listening to the podcast that you miss or screw up some of the stuff, like tasks you do while you listen to it? Um, sometimes if I'm like, let's say, so for example, like I'm making a weekly plan. Sometimes I'll like, I won't pay a lot of attention and I'll like misspell a word. I see. Yeah. Cause yeah, I'm yeah. so absorbed. And I'm thinking, oh yeah, I know how to spell and they, things they because say a I'm word a 24 like, year old adult. Yeah. 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 But then okay, I still spell it wrong. That makes sense. Yeah. Cause it's basically me. One time I spelled routine with an N before the T. So it was round teen. And round I was like, oh teen. fuck, well I got to start over. That's, that's, that makes a common mistake probably. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's cool. Cause I, I, I mean, I was curious. I know I try my best to listen to music, but I mean, um, my biggest thing that I guess is a probably bigger distraction is I just like to have like a stream up usually on the side. That's my best like kind of thing. But it's it's not it, it kind of like or a YouTube video. But that that requ- that is a full on I would say more of a distraction than like a keep in the background. Yeah, yeah. no, I I catch myself. So I'm the same way with like YouTube videos. What I will do is I'll put on stuff I've already watched before. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it'll right. be like some of my favorite channels, usually something to do with movies mm-hmm. and, you know, their production or analysis of them because that's just what I'm interested in. Yeah. Or it'll be like a true crime documentary I've already watched mm-hmm. and I'll throw it up and I'll do whatever. I'll, okay. you know, okay. reorganize, you know, my dresser drawers, I'll fold laundry, I'll clean the kitchen just to have something else on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I find especially when I'm doing something like folding laundry because it gets so monotonous because I'm doing the same motions continually that sometimes I'll just like not realize that I'm more focused on watching and I'll like stop what I'm doing. And I'm like, oh shit, like five minutes have gone by. You and do that a lot. Yeah. I folded yeah. a shirt, you know, You're so queen of distraction. Yeah. That's basically it. Yeah. No. Mom. So, um, like I said, I brought it up. I tried to got, I tried to get you and introduce you to some audiobooks. Now it seems as though you didn't continue after day one. So here's the thing is I think I didn't start with the right, right one. Okay. I'm the type of person, because what I started with was Logic's book, Supermarket. Uh-huh. I feel like with something like a fictional story, I can't listen to. I have to read uh-huh. because it's a part of me imagining what's going on in this. Mind you, it was very interesting. Like, I loved what I heard so far. Uh-huh. I'm definitely, like, I'm going to go back at some point. Um, I just really have to focus on that case. But when it comes to a fictional story, because I'm very much a person who I've read books my entire life. Um, yeah. I grew up you know, for the majority of like my younger years as an only child. So I, you know, that was my world Mm -hmm. because I would only see my friends every so often. For sure. It's not like I had any other siblings close to my age or anything like that to hang out with. Um, And then I was surrounded by adults after that. So books were my escape. They were my imagination. So I've got very attuned to being able to visually create something in my head off of what I was reading. Mm -hmm. So I feel like when it comes to something like with a continuous story that I need to like actually read with my eyes and like flip through the pages, whereas something like there's another, there's a couple other books. Like one of them had to do with like reading nonverbal communication and stuff like that. The the other one is about Norse mythology. That could be a podcast episode. Sure. That is just like, you know, um, like, cool like facts and information where I could have that and listen to it um and and just go about my day whereas something where it's like a full-on story I would need to like read it Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, because I, I totally agree with you there because I'm also in that realm. I uh, I actually use one of my credits to get a like to get the audiobook of Armada, which is a book I've already read by Ernest mm-hmm. Klein. Um, and we started listening to it like the one night as we were trying to fall asleep, and I just didn't feel the same way as I felt as I did starting to read it. Like I read yeah. the whole thing front to back pretty quickly, mm-hmm. but I couldn't. I, I couldn't do the audiobook version. I don't know why. So I don't. I think because the biggest thing that I've noticed about audiobooks too is the narrator has to be proper. And when you read your own book, you're the narrator, so you're hearing your own voice in your head or your own storytelling way. Uh, whereas when somebody narrates it, you're hearing them. And that's why I like Logic's. I like Logic's voice, and he and that's actually the thing tells too, the story. I, so it's definitely something I will go back to for that reason because mm-hmm. I really enjoyed. Like you could tell because he wrote the book, and he's the one narrating right. it. And that's so the best he part. understands better than anybody else how these characters are supposed to sound, right. what their attitudes are, how they're feeling. So that I could really get in the first bit that I that I had listened to. Um, excuse me. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I, there's a lot I have in my library, so I'm definitely down to, you know, I, there's so many you can choose from. Um, uh, but yeah, I think that I liked supermarket a lot and I really like listening to it, but I think yeah. I was also, um, I could, I was driving when I was like listening to it, like right. it was in my commute. Yeah. So I actually found a lot of easy listening time. Um, yeah. but I want to find, I want to find more. Uh, there's there's plenty. I, I like them 100%. a lot. I just I, I haven't listened well, to audiobooks one. while I'm home. I don't I can't do things while I'm home. I, I don't listen. I don't even listen to podcasts, man. It's so weird. Whereas for me, you know, at home I can do a lot of stuff where I can like divide my attention a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I do want to do is um, a lot of the a lot of friends of mine have listened to or not listened to. Here we are talking about audiobooks. <laughs> have read um, some books by Rachel Hollis. So she's like um like a motivational speaker right. or like self-help type. And she's got two books, Girl, Wash Your Face and Girl, Stop Apologizing. It's basically just like oh, cool. self-improvement, all that kind of stuff. I've heard wonderful things about these books. I'm sure. And I definitely want to read them. Okay. Um, Especially just with like all of the kind of like self-improvement motivation that I've been going through. Self-improvement books are popular lately. as hell. Um, yeah. So if anything down the line, I think maybe those books would be something I'd want to listen to. Sure. Um, or read like it could be one or the other maybe mm-hmm. both um but yeah i think it would definitely be something i'd want to think about doing is maybe doing it as an audiobook as opposed to buying the book like paperback yeah. um because it's one of those i think it's it'll be one of those styles of books where like i kind of want someone to talk at me about this stuff and like i want to listen to it in my head and go okay cool okay cool like these are good things and almost like take notes right off of what i'm hearing like i'm in like a seminar sure 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 i would probably recommend um listening to them the happiness advantage because that'll be more of like down your alley of psychology related the information. Positive psychology book, um, yeah. and then yeah you can you know at least it's a podcast episode where it's not fictional it'll be you'll find a lot of interest in that because yeah, yeah i think that would be the best one to start because it's quick in the narrative is really good like the, the body language one not the best narrator because he's like an ex-fbi agent so he's very oh he's like super like he, like yeah, yeah you kind of okay. know he's cop he's cop talky yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah uh, but but it's still a great uh, listen so um yeah i think those are the the best things like to listen to yeah. and i want to get more self motivation books um and i have a handful of them but yeah um yeah that's but yeah those two good like, pastime i just i don't have time for podcasts and it sucks yeah, fair like, enough. Like, I used to, like, listen to our own podcast, and I don't even listen to our this podcast. Oh, I don't anymore. Like, Which is I so can't. weird, because I used to. Like, usually I'd wait a couple days, and I'd right. listen to it, like, after I listened to the, like, the last uh-huh. podcast episode over the weekend, and I'd turn on ours. And I think it's partly because, like, sometimes I just, I still am not fully adjusted to listening to myself talk. Right. Um, And it's still kind of weird to me that I've been listening to podcasts for a couple years now, and now I'm listening to one where I hear my voice and your voice on it. And I'm like, what? It, this it is, is weird. It is weird. But, like... It's also I haven't talked like we've we're ta- we're the ones talking about the stuff and I don't want to hear yeah. myself talking about the stuff I already know I talked about. Yeah, whereas I think that's the I, thing feel, is I don't want to listen to our conversation I, over again. I, 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 I don't want to sit here be like ah oh, it's probably just because our content's boring so I wouldn't want to listen to boring. No, I think our content's great. Yeah, and I you know we have listeners for a reason. It's I just totally and if, if I had friends that made their own podcast about stuff exactly how we did it, I would totally listen. But hundred percent. Yeah, but um, we are the ones who had that trying, conversation. Trying the best. Um. But what's your so you've been listening to music? Do you have a top song at the moment? Ooh, oh no! You can open your playlist if um, you want. Can to. I please? Yeah. This is this is a tough one. There's been I a lot ask of like the same question, so. stellar options. I think so. I'm gonna go to my spring 2020 playlist because that's the one I've had on the most often. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I would have to say that it is probably a tie between um, Golf on TV by Len and Stella. Mm-hmm. You're welcome, by the way. And what? You're welcome because I introduced you. Uh, yes, to that. you did introduce. Thank you very, very much. <laughs> You're just the best. Um, and then probably I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Um, Mistakes by Jonas Blue. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I don't I like know why. I just you know it feels like really Goodbye hyped yourself. up, but it's not like super like you know techno-y. It's just it's a really um good listen to have mm-hmm. on while I'm trying to get stuff done. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, I think my top ones right now would be. Um, I, a new one that like I've an artist. It's called "Break You Off" by uh, Made Yellow and Pluma. I've never heard of them before. Never listened to them before. Found mm-hmm. the song on my Discover Weekly. It's a bump. I like it a lot. Cool. Um, and then um, "Erase Me" by Kid Cudi is an old song, old gem, yeah. and uh, it's been in my it's in my playlist now. So I've just been kind of vibing a lot of good songs lately, though. Like I feel like, um, yeah. And I'm still going back to like Cruising Three. Like I know I love um, a little bit of John. Um, John Lindahl, is that his name? Yeah. John yeah. Lindahl, he's a good artist. I like listening to him a lot. And, yeah. and lots of good songs on TikTok, too. I love getting songs from TikTok. It's been like and super so weird how many. And it's annoying, man. I know. So it's, annoying. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah, it's been, it's been a tough one. Uh, you made I have, your first TikTok today. You, no, you I made already fir- made one. You, oh, oh, you, oh, they're, you they're, they're private. Thanks. They're not on my public page. <laughs> Um, but my, the TikTok I did today was actually, so in the online, like bootcamp accountability group for the workouts that I'm doing, um, we are doing a spirit week this week. So there's different challenges to do each week. Um, and today was a TikTok challenge, like a Mm -hmm. workout TikTok challenge. And I got it on the second try. It was very fun. Um, but yeah, it was, I enjoyed it. It was, it was kind of a lot of fun. I was like, you killed it. So, um, Kind of fun stuff, but uh, but yeah, no, it's been good finding new stuff to listen to. Absolutely, um, fi- I love watching new streams. There's a new game that I just started playing called Valorant. New people, some of my favorite streamers are playing that, so that's a lot of fun to uh, to watch and stuff. But yeah. um, I still want to get back into audiobooks. If anybody has some audiobooks to recommend uh, about like self motivation, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, and 100%. speaking of self-motivation and just, I guess, ourselves in general, yes. we can jump right into the next segment. So this which, is what we have prepared for you guys today. Which is a fun one. Uh, why don't you start us off here? So we, you found a very quick, like, 10-minute version of an Enneagram test. Um, so basically, Enneagrams is a pers- or Enneagram is a personality system um, that basically reveals how our emotions drive our lives, how we interact with other people. Um, in order to fulfill our wants and needs, the Enneagram is kind of defined or separated into like nine different personality types that has their own like, like title and traits. Mm-hmm. Um, so their own set, the website actually um, refers to it as each personality type has their own set of strengths, weaknesses, and opportunities for personal growth. Uh, your Enneagram type reveals what motivates you on a very deep level and it illuminates the path you must take to achieve a higher sense of self-actualization. So it's a glorified personality test yeah I, th- I think it's supposed to be a little bit more in depth to um kind of like what drives you and where you yeah. find your strengths and weaknesses um and and to kind of you know hone in on those to be able to achieve your best self yeah i think personality tests i've always felt are a little biased because you answer the questions based on yourself uh, but we've all done personality tests i'm sure everyone's done at least one in their life yeah. um, i had to do um I forget what it was called specifically. Myers-Briggs? No, it was a personality test at work. But so it was more like a work ethic test. Um, like I said, I forget what it was called. Did but you get it, an assigned color? Kind of. Yeah. But it was like th- it was four different colors, right? And so oh, my work only has three, I think. Yeah, well, yeah. It was like, so it was four different colors. Um, but yeah, we did those ones and everyone – we talked about it, like everyone's results, which mm. was really, really cool. Um, cool. But I liked that one because it showed – you know, how they kind of compare against each other. But we did this quick 10-minute uh, Instagram quiz. We did. So because I think you have to, like, unlock your full report. So we only got small snippets of certain sections. Yes. But it kind of gave an overall thing. And I've actually taken a similar, like, version of an Instagram like, before. Yeah. Most of the questions, like, personality test-wise are pretty similar. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think as long as, you know, I understand the whole bias, of course, because you want to try and... Um, I think for me, especially, you know, from how much I've, like had a chance to study personality and to kind of get a full 
um, understanding of like who I am as a person. I've made an effort anytime like tests like these come along to try and be as honest as possible. Even if I don't want it to be the answer that it is. I think the more you do these tests, the more you start to realize, especially with the result and then the question. Yeah. um, You start to realize that some of the answers don't make sense. And like I do that to myself of like, yeah, that is definitely me because people have told me that about me. And so that's you the thing too, to is I really it. do kind of take in that feedback as well, where I'm like, I might not think this, but I, other people have told me, right, you right. know, or other people have told me that this is a stronger part of my personality than I would say that it is because uh-huh. I don't see it as a big uh-huh. deal. And I have found that being more honest has given me consistent results. Exactly. Exactly. So, but yeah. So yeah. So we're going to go into, yeah, it was what, six pages of questions, about 10 minutes or so it took yeah. us to do. So and do you want to start got, Yeah, for sure. So, um, we basically got... Wait, hold on a second. Hold on a it second. It gives you in the thing while you're looking. Um, so basically, it gives you your primary type, which is out of the, the numbers of one to nine, um, and kind of gives you in a nutshell of like what that primary type is. And then it kind of breaks it down into how much of a percentage of a match you are to every other type. So mm-hmm. it goes through all nine types, what each of them are called and like what they kind of are, what their main traits are and how much of a match you are to each of them. Right, right. So I, um, apparently the page just like completely dis- dished out on me. So I have my test results, but I did. I screenshotted mine. That's why. Did you? Okay. Mm. I see. I see. So anyways, there's basically nine sections. So I guess we could go over the nine, um, first because it shows i think it talks about the types or we can just do let's do the in the nutshell because there's like an in a nutshell well in the in the nutshell because that more so talks about what your primary type is right um and then i figured if anything we can discuss um you know as we go down we can go because it'll tell you like your percentages we'll just go in order from one to nine and say what percentage we are okay um and like what the type is and if we agree with that okay so uh my anagram scores uh it shows that in the graph, the area of so wait, hold on. Um, your primary my primary type is three. Uh, so I guess we'll dive deep into the three profile to understand how it drives my core emotions, that makes fears, and desires. So much sense. As well, how it impacts um, the relationship and at work. Um, what what about yours? Um, so my primary type is a two. Okay. Um, but yeah. So did you want me to start with mine in a nutshell, or do your in um, a nutshell? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I'll do. I'll do my nutshell. Okay. Um. So threes are defined by their desire to achieve. Mm -hmm. They want to advance in the world and will sacrifice almost anything for success, vigorously pursuing tasks and becoming utterly absorbed in pursuit of attainment. But they will only choose a task in the first place if it promises rewards and brings prestige, which is very true. And I've also very close. Speaking of that, there's a lot of um, books I've listened to that talk about motivation and self motivation, and how there's a level of motivation that people desire. Where there's some people who are on a spectrum where they will go towards and try to complete and succeed any task, no Mm -hmm. matter how long it takes, because of the level of accomplishment they feel after succeeding such a high prestige task yeah. where there's some people and that and that's their motivation mm-hmm. where some people will find that that task too far out of reach and they'll have to strive for a lower task to find their motivation which is very very interesting so like my my friend is- Dalton will literally go if he, he, he if he wants to get something done, he'll find any way to get it done, and his motivation is doing that. Mm-hmm. I feel like I am going to strive for what I know I can accomplish, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, the, basically yeah, I don't I, I don't like to I don't like to well. over exceed expectations essentially. Yeah. Okay. Um, can and we? So, oh, yeah, sorry. so I'm going to continue. Yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, threes like to stand out. They have a burning need uh, to be admired and see life as a game where winning is emphasized, <laughs> uh, which is very very true. <laughs> so now um, I guess. I don't get a full description of threes no. because of the full report. Yeah, same. So I'll keep reading until, I guess... Um, Just go until it fades out yeah. and then we'll go to core, mine. Threes are uh, enormously adaptable. They are adapt at aligning themselves with the people and projects that matter. And this present uh, predestines... Pre- this? Pre- sure. Them to become ideal leaders, employees for any organization. Threes are competent and hardworking. They get a lot done and they make it look easy even as they're expanding considerable effort. Um, so there's a flip side of that. But anyways, so that is essentially me in a very, in a very nutshell. small nutshell. That's the thing is, that's, that's the thing to keep in but mind. That makes too sense. With, 
Yes, it does. It actually, you know, sounds about right. Um, it's one of those two where this is a narrow, very narrow aspect of our personality. Right. This is our primary type is it kind of underlies everything else. But then also as you, once we get into, after I read my nutshell, we'll get into the other nine types. Whereas if you're a significant match to something else, it's also still a big part of your personality. So that's what makes you a more well-rounded human being. Right. So as I said, my primary type is a two. Right. Um... That makes a lot of fucking sense. So twos are known as the care. I think what is the, the actual caregivers, term for it? The caregivers, the givers is what it is. Looks the giver like. is what it's called. So twos seek to love and help the people around them. They intuitively, intu- intuitively uh, perceive when others need their support and they offer it unconditionally. Skilled at seeing the good in people, twos will praise others warmly, being always ready with a kind word and a listening ear. They have a knack for making others feel like the most important person in the world. Yes. <laughs> Which doesn't help threes. <laughs> no, but we'll get into that because right. what's really funny is, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. is how the breakdown of the other nine types. Which is really me. cool. Um, and now this is like the not, the, this the second half of this nutshell is going to get into the not so great aspect where part of me doesn't want to admit that it could be a little bit true. It is very, very true. Unless to the outside, reading it. To the outside world, it seems that the twos caregiving is selfless. However, deep down, the twos would like their efforts to be recognized and appreciated. Twos are capable of manipulating others to get the recognition they think they deserve, and they can quickly flip into anger if they feel undervalued. Um, They are well-meaning and driven to be close to others, true, but they can easily succumb to feelings of rejection when there is no reciprocation of their tender care and affection. Uh, I'm not going to lie, I've had moments of being so deep in my feelings and being, (laughs) feeling upset about being, you know, perceived as rejected. Right. And so that, yeah, but that, that, and that totally nutshell. makes sense because how I feel is, yes, I think a lot of people would agree with me that your caregiving aspects seem very selfless, but very rarely do you have a person who is very, very much a two who doesn't do it for their own mediocre, medium level selfish way. Well, I think it's one of those things where, you know, at least from my perception of it, of course, just because I care about somebody, I want to help them. Yes. It doesn't mean though that at the end of the day, I don't want to hear back from them in some degree that, you know what? Yeah, this was really helpful. I do appreciate you being there because after some odd amount of time for doing it for so many people, you know, humans, you know, live off praise. Like it's, it's, I, I, I'm not going to, I, and I don't think it makes me any uh, worse of a person to say, you know what? Hey, I like to be you know, complimented sometimes. Right. And, and, that, and that's kind of where I appreciated. feel, I feel like you have that kind of way where, um, I feel like a part of your past, you might not have gotten a lot of that praise, but you kept the caregiver way because I feel like you act very selfless when people actually do care, like actually give you the, the two sense of like the, the, you know, the, Two personality. Yeah. Oh, if, like, if people like if you are... have a if a two comes to you and like really wants to care about you, you feel like you don't you you don't want to give too much because. And yeah, I think yeah. that's also the aspect of where maybe you know me giving it to other people is you know my personality type. Humans in general will always respond well to the actions of a two personality. Yes. Anybody is going to react more positively and more selflessly to someone who is showing them an equal or even greater amount of affection and care and concern and appreciation and compassion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, I actually got a, uh, I think an 85% match with two. And you know what's really funny is I got an 88% match to a three. Yeah. Uh, but we'll go with all of, we'll go through all of these. Yeah. So I'll um, go down here. I'll go down to a one and we'll work right. our way up. So I might have to flip back and forth. But okay. a one is basically, um, it's called, it's known as the perfectionist. Yep. So um, ones place a lot of emphasis on following the rules and doing things correctly. So what percentage match did you get to a one? 70 Really? Yeah, it was quite low. I was surprised. Really? I don't believe it. I think I answered a couple questions wrong for that. Like fucked up a few questions. But I also don't think I'm. I I definitely think I'm a perfectionist on some level. But I think there's a lot of things that counteract. Because I think that counteracts with like my desire to achieve great things and just to achieve them in general. Yeah, and I'm like getting, and I've gotten a lot better with not being a perfectionist because be, that, and that's why I, I am, um, I'm a seventy is because I answered a lot of questions with, I, I take time to go over my uh, answers thoroughly, like right. triple check my answers. I never do. I, oh. I never check my work 
right. uh, when it comes to you know math tests, any test for that matter. Right. Like I'm never a detail oriented on tests or you know even code that I put up at work. Like right. I don't go over it and fine with a fine tooth comb in detail, mm-hmm. which is why I know I'm not a perfectionist. But I do See, on some levels. For me, like I'd at least go back once and check it again, never or like do. if I'm posting on our social media, I'm reading through because there's been a couple times where you know we've been in a rush and I posted it and there's been a mistake. So stuff like that gets to me, and then that's where my kind of so what um, percent match are you? 82. Okay, that's still pretty um, good. It kind yeah, of goes yeah. into overdrive for me if I do fuck up on something because I'm like, okay, then I'm going to go over this three more times. You, you do. And make sure. Well, so I got I'm an 82% pretty, match. Yeah, and like I, I am too, Um, like I said, it's I'm a pretty, I'm much lower because of how very minimal to detail I am, but you, you are more on the detail scale. Well, I'm still like, um, there needs to be some structure to things and some like actual basis. Yeah. Um, how, so then two, we already discussed. Yeah, so I, I got, well, my exact percentage was a 98, which. Oh, interesting. A nearly a hundred percent. Right. Um, and then three, you said 88. I got an 88%. Yeah. I'm a 98 with three. Yeah. Yeah. That so sense. that makes sense. Um, um, yeah. And I would almost agree with like the achiever aspect as well. I'm very much a person who wants to be able to hit markers, hit accomplishments, hit goals. Yeah. Um, even if it's just on a small scale, yeah. even if it's on a small scale, it's, it's the little things. Um, and um, then number four is known as the individualist fours mm-hmm. want to be unique and to live life authentically and are highly attuned to their emotional experience. So that's what four is. What did you, what match percent did you get for number four? So, um, I thought this was a little low for me okay. just because of the whole emotional experience thing. I usually like to think of myself as like high on emotional IQ true, for myself true. and other people. Um, but I got a match of 62%. Oh, that is low. It is. And I, and I think too, of like the, of the maybe sense of uniqueness, not exactly, but living life, life authentically. I like to think that I lived authentically to myself. Like mm-hmm. I'm a very genuine person with people. So mm-hmm. maybe I'm just like reading into that description wrong. Yeah. Or... Cause I think like the emotional attuned to your emotional experience is kind of like a weird phrasing of that. Because mm-hmm. like I said, I feel like I could be too, but my match was only 69%. So like okay. quite low, higher than yours, yeah. but like quite low. Pretty close to a 70, so it's decent. I feel like I'm just a very emotional person. I think that's what... We both are. I think, But like, I don't think that's what that means. I don't think so either. That, it's got to be because like, I feel like... But my like, thing is, is, I might not necessarily be always willing to communicate with other people, but I'm mm-hmm. at least willing to recognize in myself what my emotional experience is. That's what is. I mean. I feel so like that's I'm, where I'm confused. We've both gotten better with that too, I think, understanding what emotions we're going through right now yeah. and addressing them accordingly. Yeah. Right? Um, well, you're the type of person who always wants to... Uh, okay. Finish like, the sentence. well, like pushes to communicate in the moment. Yes. Yes. Rather than giving, whereas I'm a terrorist person is I don't mind taking a bit of extra space and then coming back and yeah. having my thoughts collected. Well, and, it, and it definitely, there's it. definitely that level that I will always respect to do. Yeah. But I feel like we're both in the moment type thinkers. And I feel like talking back and forth from some not things, me not all necessarily, things, babe. Not all I think things. that's more you of a, in the heat of the moment. Yeah. Things need, I feel like things need to be, need to be somehow addressed and communicated so we don't leave on an angry term if we need to go and take time right. to think Fair. right i have to at least have some sort of closure before we actually do see come that's back weird though because sometimes you might say things in the heat of the moment that you come back later and not want to and you could end up making things worse sometimes i have done that before i don't mm-hmm. think i do that with you I don't feel like I've done it much. I'm just saying in general. We don't really like, argue that much. No, and but I'm just saying in general, like that's not how I see. You know, where like you don't always need closure in the heat of the right, moment, right? Because you can come back with a better collective thought, and maybe you might even come back after reflecting of some sort of acceptance or idea of what the other person may have been coming from. Yeah, that's And then very be true. more open to hearing what they have. That's to exactly say. very true. That's the reason why I like that so much. Um, but yeah, I like I like being I like having some sort of answer to one thing in mind. But yeah, anyway, that's a, that's four. I think yeah. still pretty good strong percentages yeah. for that one. Uh, Type five. Go ahead. So um, this one, I we need to talk it a little bit because I don't know if I agree. Yeah. So um, type five is described as the investigator. So five seek understanding and knowledge and are more comfortable with data than people. Okay. Um, reading. Okay, reading the last part, I kind of understand my my match percentage. Mm-hmm. But for the first half of that sentence, I don't. So I got a 49% match. That is very low. So like I, I'm i always the type of person where, especially if I find something interesting, like I want to know more about it. For sure. I will seek, you know, I, I want to understand how stuff works if I don't know. Yeah. But, but the whole data versus people depends on the kind of data. And yeah, but I am a people person. What's your percentage? I need to know. My because percentage you're a people is 70. Person my percentage is 71. So, okay, like, I, I feel like I'm a little bit more on the people side 
Um, cause wait, you, what match are you? 40. I'm a 49. Yeah. So you're on the, yeah. So you're on the more people side than me. Yes. Um, but like, I mean, I love me, I love me some data, some data. Well, you're an analytical that. person. That's what too, I mean. Where it kind of almost connects to what we just talked about as well. Like you want to break things down to, you but know, like the so ones and zeros of it all. Sure. Some binary, but like, you're also very like statistic and like report journalist, you know, shit. I like facts to be checked but i feel like that's the understanding and knowledge aspect that's what i mean that's how you guess you, that is very low for you i don't know i think there's might have been some questions that you didn't quite answer in the way that this test would maybe put you on but that like scale. i also maybe feel like the way that they're describing the investigator is different from what i've seen in like other personality yes. tests yeah that's what i think so and this too. is where i'm kind of like ah, i don't know if this is right i don't know if this test is the most accurate. it's obviously not it's a 10 minute test. i mean it's um, yeah anyways carry on what's uh, type six Type 6 is also known as the skeptics. Sixes are pre- preoccupied with security, seek safety, and like to be prepared for problems. Now, I like to be prepared for problems and emergencies, mm-hmm. um, but my match was only 60%. Um, and I think that's because I don't care too much about the security aspect of the type. Fair. But I do care about the emergency aspect. What do you mean type. about the security aspect of it? Okay, so this is one thing I was thinking as I was answering some of the questions that dealt with do you care about security essentially was what the right. questions were. And I would be like inaccurate. Um, I have like two passwords for all of my accounts. So if somebody got a hold of them of the one, I'd be fucked. But like, and people said you need, you know, X number of characters and letters and, you know, um, these things and, and, and you need to have a different password for every account. So you don't get mm-hmm. that. I don't give a flying fuck about because I've never had anything, uh, any of my accounts hacked by somebody who I didn't give my password to. Never had a problem with passwords. So that's where I feel like I don't really care about security too much. And see, it's interesting that you phrase it that way because I'm very much the opposite. Where yes. I've in, and, and the, let me preface I've never been like hacked really. Right. But I have a separate password for everything. Yeah, and it annoys me. Absolutely everything. You're like, why? I mean, the fuck I have, do you I have, that? I have various passwords for everything because sometimes the, my, my go-to password doesn't work. So I have yeah. to do extra things. But no, but what, I have wait, a uniquely wait, what match different did you password. Get for that? that was number six? Yeah. What'd you get? Oh, I got a 67%. So I'm 7% more than you. Okay, okay. But again, too, like the other night, like I got up, I couldn't remember if I had like, we had, I think, I don't know if it was doing laundry. I checked the mail or we went out for errands or whatever. But like before we went to bed, I was like, I got to go check the door. Mm -hmm. Because it was just always a thing. Like before you go to bed, make sure the door's locked. Right, right, right. So I I feel like that's part of it for me. I don't always feel like I have like a doomsday plan and I don't necessarily think that I have like a solution to every possible problem. Right. Just ready to go in my back pocket. I'm the person who I am a person who likes to be prepared when I go into new things. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like some of these percentages though, like some because some of them, you know, you got 40 percent, whatever percent. And I feel like some of them, you know, with certain people Mm -hmm. would be very much lower than that. So I think we're just like. We, we have decent... Because 60, I feel like, is still a good, a good percent to be matched with. Oh, yeah. Well, 67 so, is, like, fairly close to 70, so... Right, yeah. Uh, so, that's that's a good... I mean, I think that's a good one. Because I don't... Yeah. yeah. Being proactive is one thing, but security is not, I think, very different. I guess, I guess it is a little bit yeah. different between the Number two. Number seven. Type seven. Oh, she's sipping her beer. I'll let her finish. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Would you like me to read that one? Yes, please. Um, so type seven is described as the enthusiast. Yay. Sevens uh, want to have as much fun and adventure as possible and are easily bored. Are you easily bored? Um, I think depending on my environment and situation and what task I'm doing. Yes, I would say so. Do you feel like you went on Avengers? Like, do you liked adventures a lot prior to two years ago? Yes. Um, I will say I was a very cautious child and yeah. as I grew up. Um, especially like go between like transitioning between like high school and post-secondary. Like I definitely became a more adventurous person open to new experiences more than, I mean, I've always been, been like open to try new things, but I think as genuine experiences with other people, um, mm. definitely more open to it. And then I think, especially since meeting you, it's kind right. of compounded from there. What percentage did you get? I got a 75% match. That's good. Which I guess kind of makes sense too. And if I'm thinking too, but the whole like easily bored aspect of it all is, mm-hmm. If something in my life feels too stagnant, I got to change it up. Yeah. That's why I've cut and colored my hair so many times. That's Mm -hmm. why, you know, I've gone out and gotten tattoos. That's why sometimes I'll just get up and want to rearrange my bedroom. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, that's basically how I see it. That's a good match for you, I think, though. Yeah. Um, I got got an 84%. 
Yeah, that I makes feel like, sense. Yeah, yeah. I've very much been, I get easily bored. I know that for a fact. So, or easily distracted. Yes, even. but you're also the type of person is you'll take any opportunity to do something new. You're very much like I live so. life to the fullest. Sometimes. Person. Well, if you have the choice of like... I don't I, feel like I do. That's the weird part. See, it's... I mean, it does depend on the day, but you're very much the person who'll be like, let's just go somewhere. Yeah, I guess Or so. I'll be chilling on the couch and you're like... But you do that a lot too, no? Well, I feel like it kind of... That's where we like And see, I feel like you're out. very, you're a very um, closed off person to like, you don't want to make that decision for like you, for you and me mm-hmm. or for for you alone. Like you're, you're just like, you, you want to wait. To see if that is a comfortable option, I guess. Yeah. To, yeah. I don't Fair. know. And I think this feeds kind of into one in of the other numbers down below is yeah, that them. Yeah, exactly. That idea of I'm very much the person who might like right. let people take the lead. Right. Um, type eight is also known as the challenger. Eight sees themselves as strong and powerful and seek to stand up for what they believe in. What was your match percent? So I got a 50%. That's yeah, that's low. I felt that was kind of low, but I almost kind of, I don't know. Because I'm the type of person where if someone will like ask me about a certain topic like I will full for I mean mind you I will listen to their perspective and try and understand it I'm very open-minded person Mm -hmm. um but especially on certain things I'm gonna be like listen like here here are my like sources here are my facts like this is what I believe right um you know if somebody hurts somebody or or tries to like disregard or discredit somebody that I know to be like true and authentic I will stand up for that right but then at the end of the day if you're going through that, that's very opinion-based. A person's personality to you is a p- p- totally opinion-based. Where, and that's why I feel like you can, we, you know. Yeah, but that's what I believe in. You know y- I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I, I feel like you'd also very much prefer to listen to somebody's opinion on somebody to get like, like if you disliked somebody, yeah, or like right. di- had a had a different opinion that was more on the negative side, you'd very much more be inclined to give to get reason as to why that person's a better person. But then you'd also, you know, if you actually liked somebody, but then another person you liked or appreciated more gave you an opinion of why they didn't like that person, well, I think that'd be you'd the... be more inclined to listen to the person, you know? I feel like you, and that's why I think I've discussed it a little bit, is you're kind of, I hate the, I hate the term pushover, but like a pushover in the sense where you don't like to intervene and interrupt somebody. Well, no, well okay, so here's the thing is I definitely want to make and see i think this is kind of partly the caregiver in me is yeah i i want to create a space where someone feels comfortable to to voice their opinions i want to give them the chance for them to communicate right but i, I wouldn't say pushover because it kind of has a negative context it does. But say i'm more of a mediator i'm willing to like pull back and to in order to compromise with somebody if there's conflict mm-hmm. rather than force and be more persuasive yeah so I I've, get what you're saying, and yeah. I do agree to extent. Just right. You know. I just noticed that when it comes to um, seeing seeing yourself as strong and powerful, you might not be quite up there as you think. Um, and like that's not to disclose that you are a very strong and powerful woman. I I think you are, but you might not see yourself. You might not see yourself as that. Yeah, you're not wrong. Right? It's, like, it's, it's been a, it's been a learning curve in believing that. Down about myself, deep, but yeah. I also feel like there is like. Which is why I kind of, I'm a 96 in this batch. That makes sense. Because I'm a very controlling person. And that's where I feel like yours get so low is because like, and that's kind of how we work a little bit you're, better. You're an opinionated, boisterous person. You're enthusiastic about the things that I believe you believe in. in. I will never let anybody. You are a very persuasive person in the sense of you will do anything to get your point across and 100%. make somebody believe At least to get my believe. point across. Yeah. Not to totally make everybody agree because I don't you believe. You try very hard to make people agree with you. but I, I do. I do. But I also think that I just want to be able to express the way I feel my opinion and my knowledge, whether it's right or wrong. Yeah. I just need to get it out there. Yeah. Because if I don't, I feel like I'm not contributing to you know, you know, the people around me. Right. Right. And like, it's not fair if I don't give my, you know, if everybody doesn't give their opinion and that includes me and that includes you and that includes yeah. friends. Right. Mm-hmm. And family. Yeah. So everyone deserves to get their own opinion across. Exactly. We've talked about this before. Yeah. Um, number nine. Number nine is number also nine. called the peacemaker. Yeah. Um, nines like to keep a low profile and let the people around them set the agenda. For sure. Uh, your percentage? 68. Okay. Which I think kind of almost works in like a balance out of the challenger situation because the challenger is very at a middling area whereas nine's a little bit before that and i think that does play into the fact of like my mediator tendencies Mm -hmm. i think almost like by balancing those two out it's in the middle between the challenger and the peacemaker is kind of the giver Uh uh-huh 
I think. Yeah, that, as far as no, like that's a good percentage. I think you I kind of match there. What was your percentage for nine? Uh, mine's forty-five percent. Very, very. <laughs> It no, says nine likes to keep a low prop and let the people around them feel the agenda. I fucking hate when somebody sets my agenda. My agenda is mine. You are very much in. I have my own schedule. You want to be in control of what's going on. You're, you know, you're always the one will, you know, to and I voice. do not keep a low profile. I'm no. very much the the big head of the group. People know when you're around. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I know you're very that. much the person who will try and like set the, the stage for what's going to happen next. Precisely. I like to have some sort of or a pretty large chunk of say into how the agenda or the plans get, um, I guess, played out. Yeah. So, yeah, very low percentage on that one. But that's um, that's the type nine, the nine types of the Enneagram quiz. Yes. Um, and, and our kind of our numbers and our highest numbers and lowest numbers in a nutshell. Um, mm-hmm. Now, there's also the part of the results that says, what makes you unique? I don't know if you screenshotted that part. Probably didn't. Yes. Um, oh, you did? Okay, cool. Well, it basically, like, the What Makes You Unique headache just talks about how it breaks down oh, your, I like, see. personality superpowers. Oh. It doesn't, isn't specific to you. Okay. Um. Did you, did you take a picture of your top three personality superpowers? Well, like the because first we one? don't have the full report, I only have the first bit. Right. Um, so I can go into that, we though. We can talk about that, because um, it seems like there's a little bit there. Yeah. Because um, there's, you have one word that is one of your top three. Three personality superpowers. What's the word? Caretaking. Caretaking. It shows on the scale of zero to twenty and nineteen out of twenty. Oh my gosh, that's you, crazy! So basically, it says beside it, I'll read as as long as I can into the description. You instinctively reach out to others in need, and the people around you know you to be this sort of caring, involved person that they can count on for support. Although you may sometimes overcommit yourself. That sounds accurate. Yep, yep. There is no doubt that you're an asset to your community and a person that others are happy to have in their corner. As long as you're careful not to agree to do more for others than you're really capable of, you'll bring altruism and connection to any community you're involved with. Nice. Yeah, see, that's. I think this part, though, is cool because it's very, very accurate. This yeah. is kind of the best, the word that best describes you, which is very true yeah. in that in that sense. Yeah. Um, but 19 out of 20, really? That's high. 19 out of 20. That does describe you. Everybody listening would agree. You're one of the sweetest, no, most caring people. Like, so lucky to well, have you. Well, thank you. So lucky. Um, What's yours? My word is assertiveness. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so true. If there is one word to describe me, it's assertive please please read for all of the folks um, at home assertiveness you're not afraid to ask for what you want in life and more often than not you get it you're clear about your goals and preferences in a variety of situations and are unlikely to get involved with something without an understanding of what you hope to gain yeah true yeah um while it's a, while it's possible to take assertiveness too far by ignoring others needs and streamlining streamrolling their ideas as long as you are con- conscientious about listening to others and talking to them about t- wait and listen to others and taking them into account as well. Your tendency to be clear about your agenda will make it more likely you'll achieve your goals. So it's very, very accurate. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm a very assertive person. I very much want some sort of gain out you, of... You always have a bottom line for something or it piques your interest if never, it looks like I, there's going to be something in it for something you. I don't do something for no reason. I think I I'm a very much agree that everything happens for a reason. Well, you need a sense of purpose to everything you do. You're exactly. like, if there's going to be no like outcome on this, then why am I going to waste my time? Mm-hmm. Literally the amount, I mean, not necessarily phrased that way, but the amount of times that, that I've heard something similar come out of your mouth in reference to an activity or something like that. I'm like, yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. It's I, but I, I think I, it's one of the things I love about myself is I don't like to sit here. You're and a very that, directed person. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I think that that's what I mean. I don't like to sit down and I don't think there's many, like I, there's definitely times where I'll be lazy and distracted. Yeah, but I feel like most days that every little thing that I do, f- to me, has a reason to you know be f- has a reason for me yeah. to do that thing. Yeah, and is going to better me as a person. Yeah. in the future, it it says before these and the little like what makes you unique unique part is that there's no like every trait like isn't all good or all bad. Mm-hmm. There's layers to it. Right. There you know right. there's a push and pull of everything. Uh huh. So, you know, I laugh because assertive would be one of the first things that I would say. But being assertive doesn't mean that you're like pushing, forcible pushing. Yeah, over yeah, people. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you're just a very directed, motivated, 
person who that, makes only, your point very exactly clear it. to other people. Yeah, that's exactly what's why I like it because I'm very motivated yeah. to myself and it's very directed to myself, which is, you know, how yeah. I, I'm allowing, I can allow to push that onto to yeah. other people around me, mm-hmm. which is what I like. And yeah, yeah. I like, and just I like because being, like care. Yeah. Yeah. And it does very well for you. And just because like caregiving's mine doesn't mean that I'm an endless pool of, of selflessness. Yeah. Like there does come a breaking point and that I will tell you right now, like that has been something that I have spent my, you know, young adult life realizing and adjusting to and being able to recognize that there is a breaking point and I do you know there's nothing wrong with considering myself first right and saying hey listen like I am just stretched too thin yeah I have always been like a yes man type because I've been wanting to I want to be involved I want to be able to be there to help others mm-hmm. always because mm-hmm. you know if I if I know that I'm capable of performing a task or or assisting in something I want to say yes to it right right I can't always do that though because there is a breaking point mm-hmm. and um, I've definitely had to you know um, settle with myself and kind of become comfortable with the fact that people won't hate me for recognizing that right. and for and for taking account and taking care of myself first uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, you know and it, which has been hard because for a person who generally like I really do try and put others before me and make sure that they're okay, that they're comfortable, that they're doing well, mm-hmm. um, especially if they come to me specifically with something that they want help with or just want me to listen. Um, you know, it's okay for me to be able to like take a moment, but I always feel really bad because of it it's because I don't always for, think of myself. It's first. very important for people like you to get that on the other end too, like to get that from somebody else. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of people who are that type two. Uh, caregiver type um, they don't always get it back and that leads them to be um, you know harder on themselves because they think oh like why am I you know everybody uh, our generation's like that like I'm not going to give somebody all my like all the effort and attention when they're not going to give it back and that's Mm -hmm. what you know people like you might feel a lot of the time but you have taught me a lot of that that I need to like listen and support just as much as you listen and support and various people around me. But like, you know, I'm also starting to recognize that some people, some people just don't give a fuck. And oh, like, yeah. I, and I will call them out and that's I have, the person I, you don't call them out. I do, but like that's the type of person. But I I've, I've, I've learned the hard way that as much as I want to try and see the good in everybody that I spend my time interacting with, you know, it's not always the case. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Um, but that was a really fun, you know, that was type fun. of test. It was, Everyone it was take fun the to go test. into that. Um, I think we did it on a site called truity.com. Yeah. Uh, T-R-U-I-T-Y.com. Mm-hmm. If you want to take it, it's a quick yeah. 10 minutes. It's fun. And disclaimer, um, personality is a finite, very complex, flexible, complex situation. Um, a lot of these tests, there's a disclaimer on a lot of them, especially from some of the people who have invented them even or mm-hmm. developed them, um, that, you know, they aren't the be all end all. No, they do not like a person can't be broken down merely to a set By of numbers and s- sentences. Um, and yeah, they're not accurate. Just as, you know, IQ tests aren't foolproof. Neither is a personality test. Um, but you know, it is a way to kind of give a good idea on how you interact with others. Mm, yeah. Um, I would recommend taking multiple ones, multiple I'm, different ones. And yeah. if you see similar results across them, then it's probably a yeah. pretty good framework. I wouldn't just take one and say, Oh, this is me. Yeah. Um, Cause the more you take, the more you start like getting those same similarities where yeah. I've now we've both taken a lot where you probably also get a lot of that selflessness answer. Oh, I, I get, get that I get answer a, a lot. And I get a lot of the assertiveness answer, which is like, you know, me being the loudest mm-hmm. person in the room, always trying to dictate, yeah. always trying to lead and always trying to yeah. um, give you know, reason, um, and opinion. That's, that's what I've always gotten. And that's what people in my life have taught me. But as we described, you know, the one type of the anagram was, um, security and safety mixed with, um, you know, being cautious or being, you know, like having, have being prepared, which I feel like are very different things. So that's where you get a lot of, um, mix and match. Um, if you guys, you know, found this interesting at all and want us to take a different kind of personality quiz and talk about it yeah. and see how maybe they break down. Um, Cause again, too, there is different breakdowns in every different test. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like it's a, a nine point system. Sometimes it's colors as opposed to titles and all that kind of stuff. Um, if it seems like something interesting, we will, di- I'm happy to yeah, do it I'd, again. I'd, it I'd, I'd, I think fun. I would love to do a longer test that gives me a more detailed result. Yeah, for maybe sure. Maybe pay for something or whatever. But yeah, I mm-hmm. let us know if you guys enjoy and take yeah. your own. Cause it's a lot of fun and it's quick yeah. and it's easy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was, uh, 
yeah. that was a lot of fun we'll probably do another one i'm sure oh we i'd do totally one. be down to do it i yeah. think it's a really fun fun um, like relaxed segment to do yeah it's very relaxed and fun um so that's the end of the episode guys it is um, unfortunately but we do have a little bit of a teaser for some of you who have stayed this long yeah we like to do that from time to time um so next week teaser our plan is we're gonna watch a movie and do a movie review um hello do we want to say what movie are you still here yeah yeah of course we're going to say what movie so people can watch it and explain with us uh, with us so a semi-new movie got added to netflix yes um that i was very intrigued to watch and you said you was recommended by a lot of people or like you heard a lot of good things on the like internet this? it was, oh, okay, it was recommended. Cool, cool. there was a lot of hype surrounding it right um it's a movie called tag just tag just tag right. um john ham um ed helms ed helms I didn't, I didn't recognize the people on the cover, so I wasn't sure on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, Ed Helms is it. That's fucking sweet. Yeah, he I love plays that. one of the main dudes. Oh, I didn't... Well, I haven't seen it on the Netflix yet. I just... Oh. You talk, we, we've talked about watching I it. Thought, I thought the cover had all of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. I couldn't uh, see no. it. I, I um, was Hannibal Burris. I've also seen, like, clips oh, in, like, trailers and stuff yeah. online. Um, and uh, Jake Johnson, which is one of my favorite guys. Yes. He plays Nick on New yes. Girl. Um, I'm very excited. I love all of the actors in this movie. That's gonna oh, be fun. Um, Jeremy Renner is also yes, in this yes, movie. yes, yes. I did, I did hear that. So yeah. yeah, I I was very hyped about it. So I'm excited to get a chance to watch it, and we yep. will do a review and tell you guys all about it and what we think. It'll be a fun one. Um, it you know you said it was highly recommended. Um, we'll probably depending on how you know intense it gets, we'll do an intense movie review. Um, and then we'll see uh, we'll see you guys next week, and you guys can enjoy the sh- the movie with us because I Absolutely. mean I'm I'm looking forward to that, and I love. Give Love it a watch the last the weekend. One. So, yeah, uh, get a good movie in this weekend, um, yeah. I guess. We'll just catch you guys in the next episode. Peace.